Victoria. And this is Mika. And this is A Word, a Word at, at the, the Table. table. So today, um, before we jump into our topics, we're going to do our usual um, bag of questions where we ask, um, we pose a question, it's a random question that has nothing to do with, that has to do with nothing, um, and I pick it from a list and we will all chime in and give our answers. Um, since I don't have the bag, you guys have to pick a number yeah, you from pick a bag bag. 1 to 35. Pick a number, 35. any number, yeah, between 1 and 35. She's saying 35. Oh, 35? Okay. Um, of all the people in your family, oh, I don't like this question. Okay. <laughs> Whose death oh my God. would you find most disturbing what? and why? No. This is a very serious yeah. disturbing. Yeah. We're going to do another one. Yeah. Next. <laughs> no, another number. 17. 17. What is your most treasured memory that you want to share? Treasured memory? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. These are really deep Right? I don't think I have a... I remember my earliest memory, but, like, not my... Most treasured. Treasured. You that one? No. I actually had something on my mind this week. I'm sorry to be a little off topic, but, like... I was thinking, you know how like you really get to know someone pretty well? You could be like, oh, okay, I could see Gigi doing that. Like, I don't know, like if someone said that I wanted to start a ministry or something, you'd be like, okay, maybe I could see Gigi doing that. Or if they said I ran away or something, and you're like, Gigi, like, whatever. You Most get to know that person, like, yeah. you could see them doing it, or you could figure out their moves. Like, do you ever think we can ever get to know God that way? Like, to the point, like, yes, I know God says that his thoughts and ways are higher than ours but like do we ever get to the point of knowing god so well that we can kind of like foresee or predict or know you know this will be happening does that 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 makes sense yeah i mean i think that's that's the whole thing of um being a christian because you're in a relationship with god Mm -hmm. um and i think when we're led by the flesh we don't know the voice of God and we don't know what God wants. We don't know the ways of God. Mm-hmm. But when you live in the spirit of God and you're led by his spirit, then yeah, yeah, you do get to know him and you know, oh, this is, if I'm doing this, this is godly. If you're, if you're not doing something that is God approved, mm-hmm. even if it's like I had three cookies, I want to go for a fourth one. <laughs> Mm. Like it's something like we don't even. That's so small. God right. doesn't care about that. God probably doesn't even does eat he? cookies. Does he? Yeah. <laughs> but like, he's like, no, I my son. Yeah, like that's the flesh. Two. <laughs> the serving size says two. Right. <laughs> so I feel. I feel like oh, maybe not something as cookies, but like in small decisions, like you will feel um, where God is leading you, and mm. I think that's mm-hmm. that's knowing God. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like, even if, like, if it's not pertained to you, do you think, like, you can actually foresee, like, if someone's to tell you something, and you could be like, you know, God will pull you through it because something... Well, I think that's the gift of prophecy. You're thinking of that, right? Yeah, like, knowing his moves Mm -hmm. and his ways. That's just a gift that, like, God sometimes talks to people directly and like yeah yeah like do you remember my um high school graduation where mm-hmm. um pastor sam yeah pastor sam was going around telling oh 
I see this for you and I see that for you. Da, 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 da. Is that what you mean? Yeah. yeah. Like knowing some what people can predict. Like really? Predict. Yeah, some people get that gift. I need to be Pastor Sam. <laughs> but he's not like a psychic. You know? He's yeah. like, oh. I mean, to that level, no. like, not yeah. even in your life, but in other people's lives. Mm. Like, knowing his moves and knowing his ways. Like, yeah, I could see God doing that. It's going to happen. Yeah. Type of thing. Like, can we ever get to that point? Or is that like a gift, I guess, God gives to certain people? I think it's a gift. Yeah, um, I think so too. <clears throat> what was his name? Joseph. He wasn't yeah. like early on, like he wasn't like like super. Like I'm not saying like he wasn't into God, but like early on in his um in his story, like mm-hmm. he had like the gift of prophecy. Like, oh, so this mm-hmm. is gonna happen, y'all. And everybody was like, <laughs> so, <laughs> nice. yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. dreams. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's a gift that certain people get. And I think also like Joseph didn't even really know what those dreams meant exactly. at first. So yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's yeah. something that is beyond your control Mm -hmm. but i think uh, that brings me to a question that i had in mind not from the list um from well not a question a thought let's see if it becomes a question um my pastor was preaching on this and he was saying he was talking about the law like the old testament Mm -hmm. versus um jesus and love um and he said if you think about adam adam was the perfect man he was created by god by Mm -hmm. god's Mm -hmm. hands he had the perfect wife he had the perfect home Mm -hmm. he had the perfect father um he had the perfect job everything yeah Mm -hmm. he was perfect everything in him was perfect Mm -hmm. and yet he still broke the law and and sinned Mm -hmm. um and it's like no matter how good we think we are like you can never be so perfect that you will meet every single Mm -hmm. law that god has set for you like and that's why that's why we need grace through jesus and i was like wow i never thought about Mm -hmm. that yeah adam Mm -hmm. adam had the perfect life and still he fell from grace like Mm -hmm. well he wasn't in grace but (laughs) but But yeah 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 Yeah. So it wasn't a question. (laughs) Just a thought. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Like, we still have all these flaws. Like, don't ever think you reach a certain point of just, like, perfection. I I think it's also, too, like, don't try to not, like, strive for it. But at the same time, you know, just know that it happens. Like, Yeah. Like, you know that you'll never reach it. But also always... um, Always, yeah, yeah, and then that's well, an excuse. Yeah, yeah exactly. and that's that's the other thing. Like when you think about, um, when you think about, like, for example, like with me and my family, whether my family is wrong or right, I'm with them. Like we stick with each other through everything, mm-hmm. through thick and thin. Like it's not like I'm in, I'm enslaved to my family, it's but a yeah, it's a loyalty thing, and you feel the obligation to be there. Um, and that's the same way we should be with God. Like, um, like it's not we do what God says mm-hmm. to do, not because we're slaves of God, but because He's our Father and mm-hmm. we have that loyalty to Him. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the way to think of it. Yeah. Okay. So I guess we won't do bag of questions. I think that was. Oh, that's yeah, that was good. You want one more question? Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, yeah, these questions. Yeah, I think they were. They were. Yeah. <laughs> Your last meal, your oh, last actually, supper. this is a good question. <laughs> the last supper, like Jesus. <laughs> uh, this Who is a good question. Betray you and your group of friends. 
Oh man. All right. Next question. What do you value most in a friendship? Encouragement. Yeah. Support. Okay. And and honesty too. Because sometimes, you know, sometimes you don't really see yourself. Sometimes you're doing the same things you might have been, you might have told yourself, even talked about, like, yo, I got to really fix this, but you end up doing it again. Like, I like someone, of course, you know, don't attack me, but I like someone saying, yo, gee, like, you got to fix yourself with this situation or whatever. So I like honesty, like, I appreciate that. Like, I don't want anybody around me that sees me going a wrong path and doesn't necessarily try to help me because I feel like you're not really my friend. So somebody That's who keeps you accountable. Yeah. 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 Just how God does. Yeah. yeah. That's a good answer. I agree. <laughs> Ditto. Second that. Okay. All right. So we'll move on to our topic. All right, guys. All right. So we're ready. <laughs> So we're going to get our topic for today. I don't have a title for this, actually. Um, it's going to be a little bit all over the place, but hopefully it's um, not all over the place. We'll bring we'll, it all in. Yeah, we'll title it at the end. Yeah. Okay, so I wanted to talk today about Luke 24. Mm-hmm. It has 53 verses, so we're not going to read the whole chapter, so I'll just summarize um what's going on in Luke 24. Uh, You guys can read it on your own at another time. Uh, But pretty much Luke 24 um, is the third day after the crucifixion of Jesus. And when uh, Mary Magdalene, Mary, the mother of Jesus, and a third woman, what is her name? Joanna, (laughs) went to the tomb with spices to embalm Jesus's body. Is so that the same woman with the the hair? She wiped Jesus now. Mary Mary Magdalene is. Oh, okay. okay. Um, so I've never the, heard of Joanna, but okay. yeah, Joanna is random. <laughs> so the three hey guys, <laughs> the three women went to the tomb um, with spices. It doesn't say why they went with spices or to why they the went. Body. Or um, I think oh, they, yeah. I don't know if they do that. I I think I was reading somewhere that they do that um, immediately after. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, anyway, they went to prepare. Uh, they went with the spices to the tomb, and when they went, they found that the body of Jesus was gone. So they were distraught, of course, and they were um, sad and crying. And two angels appeared to them, and the angels um, say said. The son of men must be delivered over the hands of sinners and be crucified. And on the third day, he raised again. Um, and after the angel said that, the women remembered that Jesus said this. So they went to the 11 disciples. And it's 11 now because obviously Judas. Mm-hmm. Judas? Judas. <laughs> Judas is dead. Um, mm-hmm. He committed suicide. Um, and so they went to the 11 and the women told them what happened and the 11 were like, okay, women, you're crazy. We don't believe you. So uh, Peter ran to the tomb to verify himself to see if that was true. And he saw that the body was gone. So he was puzzled um, also like what's going on. Why is the body gone? This doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and so let's pause here. 
<laughs> we'll talk about this. Okay. So I just want to hear your 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 guys your thoughts on this. Like, what what do you think? Um, why do you think everyone was so slow to believe that Jesus actually raised from the dead when he spent all this time with them, telling him that this was going to happen? But when it happened, they at first didn't believe it until they saw they saw Jesus himself. I was going to say, funny how, you know, how you were like, this might be a little scattered. It kind of correlates to my question about knowing someone's ways mm-hmm. and knowing who they are. Um, maybe if they would have, like, I guess, known him a little bit better or actually believed in his word, maybe they would have believed it. I don't know. But um, you want to say something? Um. I was just gonna say that like um, there's a finality of death that like sometimes you think that it just close the book on it like mm, even you yeah. kind of forget all the miracles that you you, you witness with this man yeah. whatever you witness his death you see his blood pouring or whatever all right mm. so the end whatever yeah, you know that's true and yeah. it must have been like very traumatizing mm. for them because just three days prior they knew that Jesus was innocent and he was being crucified and I was. Um, my pastor was preaching on this uh, during Easter about how, like how crucifixion, like how um, painful it is. So the way that you die when you're nailed to the cross is like you drown in your own bodily fluids, like inside. Like when your hands are nailed to the cross, like you're you start to droop down because gravity, yeah, gravity. just pulls you down. So you in turn like try to lift yourself up for relief so you're holding yourself up and now the nails at your feet are ripping up so like the pain is unbearable on both ends and like you're trying to your lungs are forcing you to like try to lift out of the fluids that's like coming like um just drowning your lungs so yeah it's really painful like you and eventually you give up and just let your body fall into it and you die that way so that's how that's how crucifixion that's how cruel it is and how painful it is mm-hmm. and like in at some in some instances if you remember in the story when the two thieves were at either side of Jesus they actually didn't die they had to break their legs to just get them to stop pulling themselves up and down. That's who they, who they? Well, they, the soldiers. Oh. They broke their legs so that they could just drop into... Wow. They just drop and their lungs gets, get, get submerged by fluids and they die mm-hmm. on the spot. Um, so when I... Again, that's oh another thing God. that like... Wow. When I think when we hear the story, the resurrection story, and we th- we hear about crucifixion, we're like, oh, he was crucified. But crucifixion is like so gory and so yeah. painful, and it wasn't something that just happened in like a minute. It right. went. Right. It wasn't like a neat transition. Like yeah. he just got nailed. Yeah. It's like literally to walk with the cross. Like you know, they were like throwing that on. That was the part. Spitting at him. Yeah. Kicking at him. Yeah. Putting the thorns. Yep. A crown, yeah, in front of him, of course. Um, And through all of this, to think that through that pain that he was going through, that he never cursed them but blessed them in that moment, Mm -hmm. um, 
that's just incredible. How could how yeah. could someone think that was a man? Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, that is not. Yeah, it's not. It's not possible for any man to do. Mm. Um, yeah, so I could see yeah. how someone could not think that was true that he came back. Like really? Yeah, like after back, you yeah. saw all of that. Uh, like, yeah. really? but if they actually remember what he was about like, and what he spoke about, probably would have been like an inkling of like maybe there's true. Maybe that's why Peter ran and. Yeah, and it also, yeah. like, it's not that the 11 disciples believed when Jesus was with them. He, they believed that Jesus was the Son of God. Mm-hmm. They didn't believe he was a prophet or mm-hmm. a man of God. They believed that he was the Messiah. Mm-hmm. But after his death, I think, like, it shows our human nature. We're so quick to forget. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they just had to see it to believe it. And, I mean, the rest of the chapter 24 Jesus appeared to two other men that not not disciples but not part of the 11 disciples but two other men that were wa- walking somewhere away from Jerusalem and he appeared to them and it, it says that he walked with them while they were discussing um what happened over the past 3 days and how um Jesus was uh crucified and how now his body is gone and they were just pondering like how could this happen and to them, as those two men were talking, this other third man came up, came on the road and was talking along with them. And um, and he, that third man, started teaching them like um, from the Old Testament, from the law, from Moses to all the prophets and how they spoke, spoke about these things, how they will happen. And they were like, oh my gosh, so he was the son of God. Mm-hmm. And But those two men never realized that this third man was actually Jesus that appeared to them until um, they went into, they invited Jesus over. They're like, oh, come in because it's nighttime. You shouldn't continue on your journey. Just come in and spend the night with us. Um, and he broke bread with them like Jesus used to. And at that moment, their eyes were open and they realized that, oh my gosh, this is, this is Jesus. That's not creepy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And at that moment, he disappeared. Yeah, that's like, that's yeah. like a M. Night Shyamalan movie or something. Yeah. Wow. Um, and Jesus also appeared to, to the 11 disciples as they were gathered together. Um, and I think there were other people in the room as well. And he uh, greeted them, peace be with you. Um, and they were, of course, mourning his death. And he said, why are, why are you troubled? Why do, you, why do doubts rise in your minds? Look at my hands and my feet. Is it, it is I myself. Touch me and see. A ghost does not have flesh and bones as, as you see that I have. And he goes on to say, um, do you have anything to eat here? So he sat down and ate with them. Um, And he said, this is what I told you while I was still with you. Everything must be fulfilled that is written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms. The Messiah will suffer and rise from the dead on the third day, and repentance for the forgiveness of sins will be preached in his name to all nations beginning at Jerusalem. You are witnesses to these things. I am going to send you what my father had promised, but stay in the city until you have been clothed with the power from on high. So it took that moment and it took Jesus himself to show up to the disciples for them to realize um, that they were they were with they, for them to remember <laughs> that Jesus was the son of God. Because mm-hmm. I think also like, 
after they saw Jesus die, maybe they lost the faith that they had because they were because why didn't he save himself? Mm. Like mm. why would he allow why would God allow his loving son to suffer this mm-hmm. way? Hmm. Like that's interesting yeah. because like I feel like even in our lives when we go through something, we're like, why did God let this happen? Like, mm-hmm. where is my God? Like, why is this happening? And we, exactly how they did, we tend to forget when Jesus actually yeah. did help us out. Mm-hmm. When other times when Jesus pulled us through and whatever, it's like we forget those moments. And so it's like, I feel like God wants to, to remind us, like, hold on to those moments when I did help out. Because yes. you remember, I pulled you through it before. Mm-hmm. I can do it again. So I think that's very symbolic of what we do today. Yeah, that brings me actually, that's a great lead to my next question. Um, Which miracles are most difficult for you to believe? Like miracles that are in your life, like which miracles are most difficult or in the Bible um, for you to believe? And are there are there any of God's promises that that you struggle to believe Mm. for yourself? Which miracles do I believe are hard to believe? Mm hmm. There was like this. Um, I, I do you guys okay as a Christian? Do you think we can believe in jinx? Jinx? Yeah, like I don't want to jinx it, but I mean, I don't believe. Mm, I don't believe no, in that. I think it's good. It don't happen the way it's supposed I still, to happen. I still don't want to jinx. It. <laughs> no, okay, so um. My high school graduation, when Pastor Sam was like going around saying, I see this, I see this, he came to me and he gave me a certain prophecy on a right. I was like, oh, wow, that's crazy. Like, I really hope that's going to happen on a right. And this is like almost 10 years later. And I'm like, was he just like saying things? Like, I don't know. Like, like on a right. So, like, I think that's the the promise that I feel like I struggle to have. Like, that's going to happen, you know, whatever. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. That's how, that actually. I I was like, I don't think I have one. But as we were speaking, I feel like um, I remember my mom told me um, ever since she had me as a baby, she felt like God spoke to her to tell her and told her that like I would be like a special person mm-hmm. in some way. And I'm always like, Mom, you're just saying that because you're my mom. Yeah. <laughs> but. Um, and, and I feel like God has been reminding me of that. It's not like my mom has repeated this, but I think she might have told me this maybe once as mm-hmm. a child, but it just um, like came to mind. Uh, and that's something that's like, that's hard to believe. And mm-hmm. it's like, especially like when you can't tell what's in your future, mm-hmm. um, it's like, well, I'm doing what I'm doing now, but can I really, like, is this, am I going to look at myself 10 years from now and say, I should be further than I am today because I'm not do I didn't do I could have done this or that. Um, Wait, yeah. If you're gonna look at yourself ten, 10 years, years from, from now, now and look back on today yeah, and say you could have done more, right? Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, or should I be further than I am today? Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. I think everybody struggles with that. I think everybody thinks like, if I made this decision or if I did this, would my life have turned out this way? Or if I had this route? or this option, would I be able to become who I'm supposed to be? But I think what we need to remember as well, like, I feel like God 
isn't a waster. Like, I think sometimes we think that's a, that's, that's a word, right? No, sure. <laughs> it's not, but yeah. it's uh, fine. Waste- we get wasteful. it. Wasteful. Mm-hmm. God isn't wasteful. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Thanks. Um, so I think sometimes we think that, oh, this is so stupid. And, oh, my gosh, this is horrible. I remember my first real official job out of college when I wasn't passing my CPA exam, like, I was so depressed. I was so depressed. And I was like, why is this happening to me? What is there? Whatever. But I probably, I feel like it probably will pay, play a role in whatever it is I will become at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, because I guess we're always a work in progress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I think there's lots of different things that people tell us that I guess will come true or whatever but we just doubt it because our certain circumstance right now doesn't show it and it's like what are you talking about mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and so. i think also, oh sorry did i cut no, you i was gonna say like as you said this i'm i'm open to james one right now in the bible and mm-hmm. um i have underlined consider oh. pure joy my brothers and sisters when you face trials and of many kinds because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance let, let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. So it's like when we go through difficult times, when we go, when things aren't going our way, it's not for no reason. Mm-hmm. It's for a purpose. And like, it's like you have to, you have to be willing to stay in that um, moment or in that season of misery or of pain and trust that God is going to um, allow you to learn what you're supposed to learn through that. Mm-hmm. And I think God also speaks to us in those moments. Of, mm-hmm. Because, yeah, it, yeah we, we don't, like, I know that if things are going my way, like, I feel like, oh, I'm good. But when things start to, like, not go my way and I feel like I'm on shaky grounds, that's when you feel like you need God most. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, that's how we are. Yeah. Like, that's how we are in nature. Yeah. Um, so... It's like you don't go on. You don't start to eat healthy and exercise until you start gaining weight. Oh yeah, you know, like oh, don't just yeah, live that life all the time. Yeah, you know? yeah. I don't like. I was looking for a specific verse and I can't find it. Um, but also to wrap up what we were saying about um, miracles that are difficult to believe and to um, any God's promises that we struggle to believe. James 1 verse 5 says, If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and He it will be given to you. So if you feel like you... Um, if you feel like you read a verse or you remember a promise that was given to you and you feel like you're doubtful of it, I think it's important for us to be honest with God. Mm-hmm. Like, you shouldn't be putting up a front thinking, oh, yeah, God, I got this. Like, I totally <laughs> believe you. But you should go to God and say, God, listen, I just read this and I don't like it mm-hmm. or I don't believe it. Please show me or give me wisdom to understand. Mm-hmm. I think it's, it's, it's important to have honesty with God and to speak to God like he is a person that's right in front of you, not this person that is not reachable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because his desire is to be with us as a friend, as a father. Um, and I think if we keep that that, that distance um, between him and us, that's like not a relationship. Yeah, it's not yeah. a relationship. Like he's the person he's the person that just whips and gives the commands yeah. and 
Like we try to find ways around to break, to not break the law, to come just as close and not really break it. And mm. I think um, then we lose the value of the relationship that we're supposed to have. Yeah, and I don't know if I'm kind of reaching with this, but oh my God. actually, my my pastor. Oh, that we're on the same. Um, oh, <laughs> that we're on the same. Um, like like train of thought. Just oh, like I don't know, but you should um, both share what you. <laughs> my pastor um, had said, you know, God sees the end, or God mm-hmm. you know, sees yes, the end, does. sees the bigger mm-hmm. picture. Mm-hmm. So it's like when we're told something, it's like we don't necessarily see that picture because we're like what we mm-hmm. see this small piece that doesn't make any sense mm-hmm. or whatever and i even like talking when we talk about the crucifixion like if you think about it like when jesus died everyone's probably like oh wow this is like this is crazy this is so sad it's horrible but god was looking at it in a bigger sense where it's like i'm saving my children so i'm gonna sacrifice my son even though i know it hurts and even though i know this is like a tough time and everyone's going through it in the bigger picture it's really to save my other daughters Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. sons so it's like that's another instance of when something's like tough or a tough moment of course crucifixion is way way bigger than that yeah but there was a bigger picture to it Mm -hmm. yep oh Mm -hmm. um from when you were saying you were like, oh, um, th- th- you you need to talk to God like a friend, like you know, father and stuff. Like you can't just go to him when you need something and da da da. And I was like, that's kind of it. Kind of reminds you of like when you have ungrateful children oh and stuff, right? <laughs> and like you, you're their father and you love them, yeah. or whatever. Right? You want to provide them, you know, and you just go to them. Like you never speak to your parents and you just go to them when you need something. And like it hurts them. Like, yes. I love you. Yes. I, I want this relationship right. with you. But you only pop up when, oh, let me get $5. Like, you know, right. and it's like, or you only pop up like, oh, I need bail money, please. Oh, right. please help me, order, right? Yeah. It hurts, order, right? And like, like, just your 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 earthly father or whatever, right? Obviously, he's still gonna love you, and you're still his child. Mm-hmm. But like, are you gonna have the same favor as opposed to somebody who stays at the feed, who's yes. like, oh, hey, mom's calling yeah. to say hi and stuff like that? Yeah, of course yeah. you are. I mean, I think there's a story in the Bible like that. The guy and he had like a couple, like two the sons. prodigal son, yeah, yes. the prodigal son, and the son was out in the street bugging mm-hmm. out. No, not the same love. Yeah, it's the same love, but I'm thinking the the favor. Like, you know, like, I don't think you'll get the same, like, favor because, like, like, the the son, you're out there with the swine and stuff like that. Like, I can't. You want me to wire you money or something? I can't. (laughs) You're not. Like, I I tried and I can't. Like, you know? Yeah, that's true. And I think also, oh my gosh, I had a thought and it came and left. Let me try to remember. Uh, what Vicky was talking about? Wait, wait, what are you talking about? Oh, um, where you get your favor for your parents and they want the relationship and it hurts them. Oh, yes. And, okay, well, <laughs> there we go. Okay, let me think about the way I'm saying this. <laughs> um, okay, I, also I think that brought to mind, like, God gives us salvation as a gift. Mm-hmm. So imagine when you, like, if I buy you a phone and I give it to you, and you don't appreciate it or like I give you this mm-hmm. phone and you just like as I'm handing it to you let it fall to the floor mm-hmm. and walk away um, I think it's the same thing like God gives us salvation as a gift um, he tells us um, accept him as accept his son as Lord and master and confess our sins and he will be faithful and just to forgive us and if we that if we don't accept that gift 
Like, how will we look at God on Judgment Day? Mm -hmm. Like, when he says, listen, I gave you this gift. I gave it to you. Like, I gave you my heart, and you completely ignored it. Like, I think that's also something that to think about. Like, when we, when God tells us, you know, like, and for me, it's hard for me. Like, if I do something wrong and I feel convicted, it's hard for me to ask God for forgiveness because I know I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I messed up. Mm -hmm. And, it's like, you don't feel right to go to God and say, forgive me, because I feel like I shouldn't <clears throat> be forgiven. Mm -hmm. But then am I, he gave me the free gift of forgiveness. Why am I not accepting it? Mm -hmm. yeah. um, and that's something else, too. Oh my gosh, the other day, um, well, first lady, I guess that's what you would call her. No. But um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, she had a spring cleaning event. Um, it was just like to swap out clothes that you don't want or whatever and just spring clean and get rid of things. But it was also symbolic of spiritual things that we have to let go. And she talked about. Um, like having, you know how like when we, I don't know, like we had some type of debt and we zeroed it out, but some for some reason sometimes we still keep that statement. And she said that God spoke to her and told her like God is saying, why are you still holding on to that? Mm. Like it's free. Yeah, let it go. Yeah, I was like, you were first lady at your church. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, yeah. I was like, she yeah. said all this. <laughs> Do you think she really came up with that? My husband. Because I was about to call her sister. They said, like, I guess she's first lady, right? But, yeah, she. I was like, yo, that's really deep. Because I really do hold on to stuff, even though I know it's free. I know it's done. Like, a debt that's already paid for. You hold on to it. But she was like, God is telling us to throw it away. Like, it's okay. Yeah. That's a certain amount of trust. Because, like, like your anxiety will. It ain't, like, legit anxiety. But you're worse. I'm like, you'll, like, keep things that you don't need to be kept. Case. Just in case, like yeah. that, that, that you know, and it's just like if you have complete trust mm. in a situation, you mm -hmm. just let it go. Yep. You know? yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. All right, let's try to close this. <laughs> yeah. This was all over the place, but I think I think we um, talked about yeah, some good, good stuff yeah, and made some good points. How do I close? Um, <laughs> so I think the the lesson here is to. One, I think, be honest and open in our relationship with God to accept um, his gift of salvation. Uh, number two is um, when we have doubts and we are, um, if we read a verse or if we, are, if we are struggling with believing a promise that God made to us years ago or days mm -hmm. ago or weeks ago, to really be honest with him about that, our doubt um, in that moment or our struggle to believe that miracle um, and to allow him to work in us and give us wisdom to find, to find, um, to find the, to believe in that miracle and to have the faith, um, yeah, to believe. And that's it. Okay. Yeah. Woo woo. That was All right. Today's podcast. Thank you for joining us this week at A Word at the, at the Table. table. And you know what it is?